hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Full Quota Podcast. My name is Mpumutlani. I've got Tim Delace here with me. We've got a lot to get through today. Uh, we're recording about 25 minutes after the squad has been, the ODI squad and T20 squads have been announced. There are a lot of names um, for the West Indies series. So we're going to be talking about that, but we still need to talk about what happened last week. We've got a test series on the go. We're going to be talking about that, covering that, and then getting through that, we're going to move over into the squad announcements. We've got a new T20 captain. We have a new T20 side. There's two teams. There's core players. There's non-core players. It's wild and seems like it's clean slates in south africa it's a new era new dawn people getting new chances it's fun um but before i continue remember you can advertise on our podcast please email me at import one wsr uh, and we'll have you the podcast goes around the world we've got uh, i think it was two weeks ago i think the mash podcast the west indies preview podcast about a thousand uh, views um, on YouTube, and we've got quite a lot. But if you want to find out more about that, please talk to me. Before we do anything else, Tim, how are you doing? Doing good, mate. Um, I'm excited. Um, I think it's the squad announcements that have got me got me excited. If I if I'm honest, uh, sure. we are in the middle of a test series, but the squad announcements, which we will get into um, at the back end of the show, um, and yeah. in, in into big detail. But I'm excited. Uh, South African cricket is moving, and it is moving in the right direction. It's moving, and I think it's moving in the right direction. So I'm good. Well, I'm going to dampen in a little bit because there's a lot of people who are questioning this new door, new era, because they saw a certain center and Mutazami walk out onto the field, and they were like, why is Ryan Rickleton not playing? But that's why we're here. So let's move to the first topic, the test, first test review. South Africa won that game by 87 runs it didn't seem like it was going to be close as this okay look the scorecard says it's very close but it wasn't close to him was it it wasn't it wasn't but there were periods where you thought new zealand, <laughs> new zealand west indies could have won that game in terms of the in terms of the, the numbers it wasn't mm-hmm. but actually if things had gone a little bit more their way um, if they'd been a little bit tighter, if they'd been a little bit, just a little bit better in terms of the batting, West Indies could have won that test match. They mm-hmm. genuinely could have won that test match. Um, as I say, I, I think it was, it was, it would take a deep dive into it. It was our bowling again. Our bowling won us, won us the game as has always been the case. Uh, we will get into um, the return of Aiden. Sure, we will get into it. And, and that was, it was great to see him return to form in both both first and second innings. But I think it was the bowling of, of particularly of Nokia and Rabada. They were yeah. just on the, on the money throughout the test match. And the West Indies don't face that kind of bowling when they play in the in domestic cricket, they don't play play they play those sorts of bowlers. It was just too much for them, having to keep it, coming yeah. back. Yeah. So in, and and took about four. Well, not about they took fourteen wickets in that match. Fifers on either side. One for Kakiso in the second innings, and Anuk got a fifer in the first innings. Um, I also thought it was the openers. I we we, we spoke with my with Mash before the the game, and it was the openers and the bowlers and i think south africa's openers do quite well um we're going to talk about aiden later on but he him and dean's partnership of 100 is the reason why we won by 87 without them we probably in a little bit of trouble and possibly have lost that test match and i was just disappointed with the west indies i thought they'd give us a little bit of a fight raymond rufa did um but everyone else just really did struggle against the pace and to a certain extent, you do want that as a South African because we are in South Africa. But you also just, you know, want the test match to go to day four, guys. You know, you know let's let's take it far. But anyway, Timber's first captaincy, he got a pair. First, yeah, in his first game as captaincy, there's that long list that's floating around. Mark Nicholas, or what, Mark Taylor, Habibul Basha, 
Um, yeah, so Timber joins that. Look, I, I think if Timber just has half a career that Mark Taylor has as captain, um, then we're on the right track. It's it's but, it's not something to not something to worry about. It's it's an anomaly. It's a, it's a nice stat that uh, was trending like on Twitter. Beating, but it's really... like Liverpool beating that team seven <laughs> 0 You know, it's an anomaly. Yeah. That really? to happen every week. <laughs> yeah, so what did you make of his test captaincy? Oh. I thought it was good. I thought it, I thought it was good. What I liked about it was I liked... I never thought that any of the bowlers were getting overused. And I thought that that was really important. When I'm, I'm, I am worried about the workload, of particularly of Robardas, in, yeah. in a general sense, playing all three formats... I thought he handled the bowlers exceptionally well. Um, it was only in the second innings when we were desperate to try and finish it off that Rabada probably bowled a couple of overs more um, than you would have liked. But essentially, I think he used the bowlers, spread them a- around in short spells because it was quite hot, you know, f- f- mm. maybe four overs uh, each. And, and, and I thought that was good. His field placings were were, were uh, what's the word? They were proactive, not reactive. They were proactive. I thought every new batsman, there was a plan that came in. You had a, a wide slip, so you had you know different things for different people. Um, so yeah, ticked all the boxes for, for Timber for me, outside of his batting. But look, both both his dismissals was was outstanding bowling. So you can't really yeah. Uh, um, blame him there. We'll talk about that yeah. later on. Mm. Um, I thought he did quite well. And, uh, and if you look at it, I think even Senran got like eight overs in the one day. And I was like, oh, that's new. Um, Dean would struggle at times to, to let Keshav bowl, even when Dean had three paces and one spinner. Um, and you kind of felt that that was the, the change, right? Having the four seamers makes it all balanced, you know, everyone bowls in pairs, you know, so it's Kutsia and Nokia, Kachiso and Marco, and you can mix and match, but you can always just average them around, and then if you need your spinner to come in, he does the job, you can rest around, and I thought it was good. I thought the field placings were great. I thought there was a moment in that second innings where you thought the West Indies were picking up some sort of momentum. They shut it down. But obviously, he's played with Kakiso his entire career at the line. So he knows what Kakiso can give him and he'll always rely on him like every other captain in South Africa has. So it won't be unfair to be like, well, you rely on Kakiso a little bit too much, but everybody else has. Um, let's talk about our batting. Um, I know we're going to talk about Kakiso and Anuk, but they were very good. I think this whole death by pace um, was a insane thing that we knew was going to happen and it happened again. Um, but the batting. So, so I think let's start with Aiden. Right, Aiden comes into the side, largely undeserved. Right, that off the bat, undeserved to be opening that spot. I don't care if you're telling me he's been moved around. I don't care what culture arguments. I don't care if you tell me he's, he's undeserved in that position. But in South Africa, that happens. So he opens the batting. And true to form, scores an insane hundred. But it wasn't just a normal hundred. It was a hundred where you kind of felt like, okay, this is a man who kind of figures out that, yeah, if he doesn't get this, his stuff right, he's 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 out. But how good was that hundred? Like the last twelve months, I've been watching him very very closely. I've been watching him either at the ground or from afar. And I've been looking at him and I've been thinking, he's not going to make 20. He comes out to wicket and I think he's not going to make 20. He's not sure where, where he is. He's not sure on what sort of uh, position he is set to bat at. He's not sure at the, at the sort of role he has within the side. Does he rate it in? Does he bat for an hour and then play his natural game? Does he go in and play his natural game from from ball one? It's been a mix and match for the last 12 months, as far as I'm concerned. Whether he's been opening or batting at four, it, it's made no difference whatsoever. This was completely different. This was, as soon as he came out, I, I, I'm not going to say I knew he was going to make 100, 
But I'm going to say I knew he was going to make runs. As yeah. soon as he came out, I said he's going to make runs. He's going to make runs. And, yeah. He, he, I just knew he was going to make some runs. People, some people were going to go, he still got it. He still got it. Um, he was very much helped by the West Indies. That has to be said. In that first session on day one, massively helped by the West Indies. They mm. bowled all over the place. So that has to be uh, uh, caveated. But saying that, it's, it's one of the best hundreds I've seen from him. And I think he's made six now. Mm-hmm. And I, it really, it was, it was outstanding. Because there were, outside of that first session, there were periods where he did have to rein himself in. He did have to curtail uh, his shot making. He did have to set, him so, set, set, set the stall out and say, I'm going to be here for as long as possible. And the fact that he was able to do that and then go through the gears, he was able to go through the gears throughout that innings mm-hmm. in the fashion that he did, it, it was an innings of, this is why people say I should be playing here. This is why people have been supporting me. This is why I've been so highly thought of because I have the talent and I'm now in this innings alone, I am showing you all of that. I'm showing you all that I have within that innings. You, in the same way that you can't ask him to do more from the SA20, you couldn't have asked him to do more in terms of the match situation in both the innings. Yes. Uh, the, the, 40, the 47 in the second innings doesn't get talked up enough because it was absolutely vital in the context of, of the situation when everybody else was failing and we, we barely made a hundred and he, he made half the runs at the second innings virtually. So it was well, an, an excellent mix. So the way I looked at our batting, right, it was attacker with a with a defensive player all the way down the the, 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 the batting lineup, right? Tzorzi at three, Timber at four. Timber's your defensive player. You've got KP at five. You've got Hunter Clausen, who's the more attacking player out of that two. And you kind of saw that throughout. But Aiden was looked like he took that mandate and he ran with it. Um, Batted like a player who had a clarity of mind. My only question is, are we going to see more of it? Because this this guy tends to dominate very poor bowling. When it's a little bit high class, he struggles. But we've only got two test matches this year, so I'm not going to worry about it. He's got 100. He's kept himself in the team, even though undeservedly so. He's done well. Um, he's taken most of his opportunities, and that's a life lesson, right? You need to take most of it, make the most of your opportunities, no matter how many times they give it to you. Um, yeah, because you never know when they'll stop. So, Really enjoyed that from him. I think he was the game changer in that team. In that game, um, he easily could have been was man of the match at the end. But the bowlers did really an incredible job to win that game. But he was, from a batting perspective, it was like him, and there was a massive gap between everybody else. All the other nineteen bat or twenty one batters in that game, he was just a step above everybody else. It's like obviously it was Centurion. He was playing at home. He wanted to make a point, and he did. And kudos to him. Next thing to talk about is the rest of the batting order. Many people thought that Ryan Rickleton should have been in there. They thought Shukri should have played a seventh batter in Rickleton instead of Mutusami. Where do you sit with that? Because me, like a lot of people, even over the weekend, they're like, no, they're asking for clarity from CSA as to why people make decisions. Um, but I thought Shukri told them in the in the press, or we told we relayed what he said, right? He he needed an all round option at seven. It's not a full seven batters. Your seventh batter needs to do something, you know. And so the question is, where does Ryan fit into this batting lineup? And everyone's like, KP, he hasn't scored many runs. He's the next one to go. Um, yes, this this is this is a tough one. Um. You, you, you can make a logical uh, debate on what Shukri said, as you rightly point out, mm-hmm. that any of the all-rounders that were in the squad could have played that seventh spot. 
So it's not like he was being disingenuous. He said that, that that's what he would, would have liked. Now, an out-and-out seventh batter was an option, but he did say that the reason why this old madness are there, that, 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 is, that is true. Uh, we are, we are, full credit podcast, we are very much team Muthu Sami. I'm going to put that out there. But I do think it was wrong not to put Ryan in this, in this 11. But what I if do think a spinner? It, I don't think, I, I don't think you needed a spinner, particularly in the, in the first test. Um, and if you did, if you really, really did, you had Aiden. Aiden bowls plenty in the, in, in the other formats. There's nothing stopping him bowling half a dozen overs at the test, test setup, holding up an end. He's perfectly capable of holding up an end, giving the pace bowlers a rest. Uh, for me, it's, it's all about communication. Yeah, I want to know what, what the sort of communication is between him and, and CSA. That's what's, what's important, yeah. But for me, he has to be in, in that 11 at the moment. Yeah. If, you, if I'm picking an 11, if I'm picking an 11 pretty much anywhere, Ryan is in there. Um, it does become a little bit tricky with when, you, when you want that seventh personnel to do something else other than bat because I'm not, I'm not, batting, I'm not batting Ryan at seven. That's, you know, I'm not, I'm, not, yeah. I'm batting him at five. <laughs> I'm not batting him at seven. Um, so then you would have to rejig the, the batting order for, that, for, for a start, if, yeah. you, if you are going to go that way. But for me, and I, we will go into the second test match and what we would do. If I'm picking my 11 for the second test match, Ryan is coming in. That there was, there was, you, you, you can't, you can't say to a guy, go and score those runs. He goes and scores those runs and more. Oh, but sorry, there's no place for you. you. You just can't. You can't. Not when, not when the top six are doing so poorly. You can't. You just can't Look, do that. I think. I think mm. for me, the numbers have gone out the window. When Coach Shukri came into this, it to me it looked like numbers went out the window. They, they were a nice to have, but largely it was based on him making that decision. So he, he decided that, no, he wants Sin to play, regardless of whether Sin's numbers aren't that great, right? I love Sin, but I'd rather have Ryan um, in, in that spot. But I understand why he wanted Sin. He wanted, in case, somehow West Indies, you know, are 300 for two, and you need a spinner to bowl an entire day. Pretty Privilege is not going to do that. He's not going to bowl you 20, 25 overs in a day when he's going to open the batting. There's no way he's going to do that. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I understood that. I just thought it was really unlikely. I thought Tony wasn't going to play. Um, but anyway, let's talk about the rest of the batting, right? Obviously, it wasn't great, uh, both innings. Um, is it like a first-test jitters for some of the debutants? Guys like KP who haven't been in the side for a while. Obviously, Timber got the pair. Um, the other thing was, West Indies bowled poorly in that first session. But then in that second session onwards, they were just on the money for the rest of the game. So, what do we make of those batting words? Is it the same old, same old? Or is it, there is something there that needs to be fixed, but do we need to give it time? The technical faults are still there. For me, okay. the lack of foot, the lack of foot movement, the lack of getting in in line with the ball, the lack of playing inside of the ball. So you're getting those balls for Kimar Roach. Kimar Roach is not swinging it massively. He's mm -hmm. swinging it. His movement is is very very slight. If you're getting inside that ball, you're missing it, and you're missing it, and missing it, and missing it, and missing it, and then he has to overcompensate by bowling on your pads, and then he goes for four. At the moment, it's you're not missing it. We're nicking off everything. Everything on that fourth stamp channel, we're nicking off. Because our feet are not in the right place. Our head is not in the right place. Yes. We're not forward. We're not back. We're somewhere in between. We don't actually know where our off stamp is, to a large extent. A lot of them don't know where their off stamp is. So um, how, much, Tim, how much of that is this new positive approach, this new attacking approach? Because... We saw that with Aiden. We saw that with Dean as well in the opening. Like Dean had like 10, 11 fours in his, like, 18. <laughs> I was like, what? Who are you? 
Um, bring back the old Dinaga, who is nuggety and great. Is it part of the plan? Is it similar to baseball? Waste balls, you're gone. Type of vibe. There is a, there is an element of the positive approach, exposing you to being particularly being caught in behind the wicket. There is that element that that is now a part of it, and it is making the batter's difficult job a little bit more difficult. Not actually not not easier. Um, but I do think long term it is the right right approach to go. What I would say, what I would say, I have been, what's the word? I've been cool on Tony and Test cricket. I, I've yeah. seen the talent. I, I have been cool. I, I've said he shouldn't open. I've said I'm, I'm a little bit apprehensive about being in here. He answered, he, he, he shut me up in that first innings. Okay, it was only 28, but it was a 28 of, I belong here. That's what it said mm. to me. That 28 said, I can hack it in test cricket. That's, that's, sometimes, sometimes you get a player, he doesn't need to score 100. He just He's needs, bat, bat the phone an hour, you know, a little bit, and you but, can see something. I saw the something other side in of there. That argument, the other side of argument is mm. Aiden Markham, right? Aiden's eye test is off the chart. Like, it's better than Jacques Callas off the charts, I test. But we've given him chance after chance. It's been six years. And, man, has he, I don't think he's got 4,000 test runs already. I don't think he has. I, I don't know how many innings no. he has. No, it doesn't. I don't even think he's at 3,000. It's, it's, um, it's got about 2,200, something like that. It's over 2,000. Yeah. yeah. And, and, mm. and, and that's my worry about picking based on the eye test is that a guy like Carl Verena, eye test horrible. Walked into the test arena, we were like, This is bad, this could turn pear shaped. But he scored runs. So, how do you balance that? You know, because I get he scored the 28 and it looked fine to me. I was like, Okay, he's, he's there, you know, but surely that's not enough. Because if I'm Carl Verena, I'm, I'm looking at Coach Shuki going. Dude, that man opening up at one looks pretty but doesn't put down numbers. I was the last South African to score 100. Where am I? Like, it's, it's a little unfair. But for Tony, and speaking honestly, he needs to put down runs. He needs to, you know, put down runs are his currency. Coach Shukri may not be there for long, but he needs to make sure that he has credentials to keep him in. Because... I know how great Tony can bat. He's one of the most... Oh, he's... Like, Aiden Markham is there. Tony is like the domestic version of Aiden. Like, he's... You know, it's like... Sometimes it's yeah. unfair. You yeah. know. And... and and But I, I want runs. Give me runs. I need runs. Especially against this bowling attack. There's no reason why you cannot score runs. Even in that second test at the Wanderers. There's no reason that you can't score runs. And, and and that's and, and to a certain extent that's how that's how Aiden's built his career, right? Minos, teams in trouble. He will climb on top of you like nobody's breakfast. Bangladesh, West Indies. Give me a, a bowling attack that's subpar, he will climb on top of you. And to a certain extent, I'd like for our batters to at least do that. Be flat track bullies. Look at Aiden, be a flat track bully. That's all I ask. And that was the surprising thing for me, was that Yes, the West Indies were tighter. But if you just were like, guys, we're just going to put pause on this positive thing, try and let the West Indies bowl into our areas, play inside of the ball, as you mentioned, where South Africans love playing inside the ball except for Aiden, because um, he loves the cover drive. It's the most amazing thing ever. <laughs> um, and then you just, you know, let them bowl back like they were bowling in the first innings, in the first session. And you, you get yourself back in there. So for me, that was it. But you kind of felt like everyone was like, actually, I need to be positive. I, I need to keep going. You know, but the question is, unlike baseball in England, we don't have many opportunities for you to be able to perfect this thing or to you to try new things, right? We want you to try new things, but we also want you to be sensible. And that for me was not evident in KP. Obviously, Timber got good balls. 
Clausen, um, and that was my worry um, in in that. And I thought this top six looks it looked different. It's not a traditional South African top six because you got some very attacking players inside there. Um, but I was like, guys, it's 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 ebbing and flowing. That's what Test match cricket is, and you kind of felt like. Um, some of the batters felt like they were they were like not used to that. They wanted to play this way. That's what I'm told to play. So I'm going to execute rather than necessarily, you know, be like as you say, Aiden took the nuances. He stopped um, being aggressive. He came back. He went back to being aggressive. He had different gears, and and to a certain extent, that's what I think Shukri wants out of his batters to have multiple gears to be able to move through whatever situations present to you. Yeah. No, absolutely. Um, that and, and 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 that's important. That's important. I think if we played the same amount of test matches in England, this top six would not be the top six in eighteen months. I I, I really think so. I really yeah. think you could have three three new names in eighteen months. I, yeah, well, I one really... of them would be Ryan inside. You'd probably have a new opener because um, you'd be yes. moving off of Dean and KP would be the one on the. On the yeah. hot seat, and Tony, if he didn't score any runs, he'd be, he'd be also exactly. out. Exactly. Okay. Um, mm. looking to test two. Um, Anuk Nokia is out. Um, single groin injury, which kind of messes up all our plans and Shukri's plans. So the only other reserve bowler in the team is Vian Mulder. Does Vian Mulder come straight in for Anuk Nokia? And also, what do you do with Senran Muchisami, aka do you bring in a spinner? Uh, and then on top of that, what do you do with Ryan Rickleton if you want to bring him in? It's a difficult one. So, as you say, it does complicate things for with for the with the you know. If I was picking my team, I'm picking my team with 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 obviously with with Anna there. Um, I th- think we're gonna play a a spinner spinner, um, okay. an out and out spinner. I think so. Without being trying to be too controversial, and Kesh comes in. So Kesh comes in for Anna, mm-hmm. and then the situation is: what you do with Muthusami? Do you keep him, or do you go? You know what, Ryan, this is your chance. Um, we're sorry for letting you and not make the first test. We we've now got a spot for you, and you you pick in Ryan in for Muthusami. I think you go that way. I think that's the way you go. I think, and and then you re rejig the the batting order slightly. I think that's the way oh, they're going to go. You go three but seamers I, and uh, and a spinner. That's it. That's what I'm going to so, go. I think I think yeah. the others. I, so I'm a little bit iffy on whether Mutisa, uh, on on whether Kesh plays, and I'll say why. So Anna's out, so Vian comes in. So, because I, because I think Shooks wants his four seamers, especially at the Wanderers. I'd like, if Shane had inconsistent bounce, the Wanderers are going to present another opportunity because that bounce is exaggerated even even more, and it's Vian's home ground. So, Vian comes in as your four. You can keep the same seven, and just bat Vian at seven and have Senran at eight. Then the question comes in as to whether you want an additional spinner who bats or do you want to go with an out-and-out spinner based on the fact that Senran only bowled eight overs at at the at, at Centurion and what we've seen at the Wanderers before this is no longer Dean Alga there is a school of thought A, to drop Senran and play Ryan Rickleton or B, to keep Senran as your, as your spin bowler who's going to obviously contribute to the bat so you have an Eight long batting lineup with Viana as your seven, Senran at your eight, and then you have your three other quicks around it. I think that's a much better balance for South Africa. I think it works. I think the Ryan Rickleton conversation, A, should have been had. One, was Ryan considered as an opener? That's my number one thing. If Ryan was considered as an opener, then Captain Aiden's the reason why Ryan's not playing. Right, if Ryan was considered as a middle order batter, KP has had injury, he's been the incumbent in the side. You wanted to try Tony DeZorzi, then the question was to whether 
to Zorzio or Ryan and what was that decision. And that decision probably came out of the fact that Shukri knows Zorzio better than Ryan. So, yeah. three, is Ryan your wicketkeeper? We've been given that, we've been given that answer. It's, it's Heinrich Klaassen. So, to me, forcing Ryan into the side because of Senran doesn't make sense. It's a different role for him. It's a completely different role. So I'm going in with keeping Senran, bringing Vian in for for Arnoch. So you got your four quakes and one who's giving you some nice little variety. Maybe yes. I'd even I'd even want to bowl, open the bowling with Vian. You'd be like, hey, let's see what you can do. Let's see if the ball can do something tomorrow with the extra bounce. Carmels. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Like, why not? You know? Um but yeah, so, so yeah, I, I, I'm I'm thinking I'm thinking looking this I, morning. I like that balance. I, I like that balance for the bowlers. I'm just for this test match, it might actually work. It might work, but long term, my no, my only concern. We, need to we, we, we need to yes, my my answer is how many runs are you gonna get from from seven and eight. That's my only concern. But if you so have you more, if if you can more, Mason June went. Yeah, Mulder, yeah. Sami, and Janssen. Crikey, that would actually be quite something. Because the, the, the potential, the potential there is three all-rounders. Yes. Essentially. Like West Indies. That, that, you know, the ceiling there is huge. It's huge. But here's the if thing. that came Why off. take a spinner if you're not going to bowl him? You're not going to bowl Mutusami if you bowl first at the Wanderers. There's, or, 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 yeah, or, or Keshav, or Simon. So... It's either bring him, take me to Sami out and bring in a batter, or, you know, hedge your bets and say we might need a spinner. So let's bring in Senran because he bats better than Keshav, um, and and close the door there, and then have a seven of the end, an eight of Mutisami, and a nine of, Mar- of Mark Jansen. You cannot not score more than four hundred or less than four hundred with that batting lineup. Okay, let's say three fifty because you know how these guys are. They're very temperamental, this batting line. 350, 350, yes. Yeah. Like, mm. that wins you the game at the Wanderers. Yeah. With, 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 yeah. with your three quicks. Because I thought Gerald bowled really well. Yeah. No, I wasn't surprised. Uh, I, I said it. I said it that he should have played. Um, and and he, just, he just adds something different. He adds something different to the bowling lineup. Always on about adding something different. Well, that's exactly what yeah. he did. Mm-hmm. He did, mm. and he's another 150 merchant. So you don't lose much with Anrich out because you've got Kahiso, you've got Marco, um, and so yeah, it's 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 going to be fun. It's going to be interesting to see. Here's the other thing: if they think it's going to turn, then you'll go for you. But then the question is, Sen can do the job on a turning Wanderers wicket. We watched Bjorn Fortein do that in the four-day series. Sen can do the job. Like, I know it's like there's levels to this bowling thing, but will we ever need our spinner as the Proteus to win us a game on the high felt? Your answer is no. So I'm not playing no. with just, uh, uh, Maharaj and Maharaj. And, and, and yeah. Hama, unfortunately. If it was Durban, hell yeah. If it was PE, both of them are playing, but not now. Not now. Okay, Tim. Test two. Win the toss. What do you do? Bat. Oh. You, you bat. You okay. bat. You say. You say. You say. You you can tr- you trust the boys. You told yeah. them you trust the boys. Forget yeah. the second innings. Second innings is an anomaly. Second yeah. innings is an anomaly. As bad as it was, it was an anomaly. If you don't do that, you are perpetuating the fact that we've got a poor top six and they can't bat. That's and this is West Indies. No, if if it, if it were Australia or India, I, I might think I might think differently. Um, I might want to you know, put pressure on them. Mm. I'm thinking, and I also wonder is also early on, early on, hard pitch, nice ball comes on nicely. You know, you you won't get that inconsistent bounce until later on the Test match. Get your 500. You can't lose. You might not win the game because, but you can't lose. Yeah, look, it'll be interesting if Rick's plays because that's like Rick's fortress. The man scores runs at the Wanderers, but yeah, 
It's, it's, I think that that's where they've made an error. Um, but it was your top six. They needed to find a way for a place for Ryan in the top six rather yeah. than... I was okay if Tony was going to bench. I was okay with that. But yeah. Shook's picks on character. And He's yeah. big on that. He's big on that, certainly. So, mm. Yeah. Mm. Cool. Let's mm. move on to the bigger news. We've made people wait 35 minutes for this. Okay. <laughs> All you Aiden Markham fans, supporters of, of, of Aiden Markham, finally... The rumors were there, you know. Finally, he's been made T20 captain. That's the main thing you take out of that press release. He's been made T20 captain. But we're not only playing the West Indies in T20s and ODIs. We're playing in T20s. We're playing them in ODIs. So let's talk about the ODI squads. I'm going to put them up. I'm going to put up. So we've got. I'm going to put up the T20 squad first, and then we're going to do the ODI squads because there's so many other things happening. Yeah. There. Yes, so, yes. T20 squad, we've got Rassi van der Dissen, um, Rassi van der Dissen dropped. You've got Temba dropped. But largely the same team with Bjorn Fortein finally getting his call up. Um, yeah. And Sisanda coming into the squad. I, I like the squad. It's just you might That's have a, a nice situation where Risa Hendricks doesn't play. Yeah. <laughs> For me, it's it's the Bjorn Fortein. That everything else is fine, but the Bjorn Fortein getting back into the squad, I just hope he plays. I want him to play. I don't want him to be the part of the squad. I want him to actually play. I don't care yeah. who for, but he's been doing it now for for he's been doing it all last season and all this season, particularly in this format. He needs to now get an, an actual run in. In, the, yeah. in this format. If you look at this, and mm. I'm going to read the squad, it's Aidan Markram, Captain Quinton de Kock, Bjorn Fortein, Riza Hendricks, Marco Janssen, Heino Klaassen, Sisanda Magala, David Miller, Lungin Giti, Anuk Nokia, Wayne Parnell, Kakisa Rabada, Riley Rousseau, Tabray Shamsi, Tristan Stubbs. Means Keshav Maharaj is also out. So that means if you play the two-spinner role that we've always played for the past couple of years, it's Bjorn and 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 and. and and, and Shamsi, which I'm such a fan of. And then Bjorn gives you something with the bat as well. So he's actually more of a T27, you know? Yes, yes. It, the, the, I, I, I hope that this the Maharaj experiment in this format is has done. been put to bed. I, I, I yeah, hope that. Yeah. I love him to bits, but this, this was not his, not his forte. Um, so... We open yeah. with Reza and Quinton, Riley's at three, Aiden at four, Heino Klaassen at five with David Miller at six. They can interchange. Same old, same old. And then you go um, seven probably with either Wayne um, and then Bjorn at eight. And then you can go like Sisanda Tabrez and Lungi, I think. In, oh, Anwich. Yeah. In this, yeah. In this format. Okay. That's, yeah. that's perfect. That's, okay. Rob, Rob Walters, I'll give you a tick. Pass yeah. it along. Nine out of ten. Nine out of ten. So now the West Indies squad is interesting because we're resting a few players, right? The ODI squad, right? Kahiso and Anuk are going to be rested for this ODI series. So um, the squad is different because they're also resting some core players. So I'm going to put up the squad for the first two ODIs, and then we're going to talk about the additions that are going to be coming in. So squad for the first two ODIs, Temba Bavuma, Joe Kutsia. Quinton de Kock, Tony DeZorzi, Bjorn Fortein, Riza Hendricks, Isana Magala, Keshav Maharaj, Vian Mulder, Lungingiti, Ryan Rickleton, Andile Petluguayo comes back in, Tristan Stubbs, Lazard Williams, Rassi Van Didison. Whew! Okay, Tim. Um, I see Andile, and I'm a little shocked. I see Gerald, and oh, interesting to see how he's going to do in ODIs. And I see Tony in, and I see Ryan in. So there's a couple of good things. Tony coming in, Ryan is coming in, that's good. Gerald coming in, Bjorn coming in, that's good. And Dila is a question for me. He hasn't performed in this format unless if he's going to be a bowler. I was, I was just going to say, this is probably his best format as a bowler. If he's going to bowl your turnovers. Yes. If he's not going to bowl your turnovers and you're going to bat him at six, then you've got a problem. I think. Yeah. Um, he needs to bat eight or lower. Yeah. yeah. And I love his middle overs bowling. I really do. I think he's one of the best in, we have in the country in the middle overs. So, yeah. 
Happy Lazard also gets a call up here. I think many people forget about Lazard Williams in the ODI side. I think he's a really great one-day bowler. So I'm, a, I'm, I'm okay with this. I'll give this a 7 out of 10, um, largely because I'm not sure what role Andila is going to play. And also, it looks as though Ryan Rickleton will start for this game. Yeah, yes. And possibly will be a wicket yeah. keeper depending on whether Quinton wants to let go of the gloves or not. So that's an interesting yeah. one. Hannah Clausen is not there, but here's the thing. The core players that are coming back into the side after the one we've named for the third ODI are Hannah Clausen, Aidan Markram, Keshav was there already. I'm just going to check. Yes, he was. Ah, no, Keshav was there. So it's Aidan Markram, Hannah Clausen, David Miller, he comes in. Uh, into the side, um, and Reza Hendricks. But was Reza already there? He was not. He, oh, he was, he was. So it's just the three. It's Aiden, it's David, and it's Heiner Klaassen that come in for the final side. When you look at this larger squad from an ODI perspective, what do you think going to the World Cup? I like it, but they are... I don't know, what's the word? There's a few question marks there. So, I'm not entirely sure about Keshoff. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. um, in, in this format, wherever he, whatever we need, we need, unless his role is different. If his role is to hold up an end and just to keep things tight, I, I don't think he should be here. If we are going to play this positive approach and Rob's going to tell him, you are going to be our wicket-taker, and Aiden's going to be the guy who's just going to bowl three or four just to hold up an end, then that's fine if you're going to, if you're going to go that way. Uh, I do think we could have gone differently in terms of the yeah. spinning department. I think there are other spinners Tabrez is who missing. are... Yeah, I think Tabrez is missing. I think you could have gone with George. The fact that George still can't make any of these squads... Any of these sides. I know I'm. I know I'm in Cape Town. I I am fully aware of that. But the fact that he is not any anywhere near these squads does send alarm alarm bells to me. It does one. I do wonder actually if this is the end. This is this is supposed to be. Uh, this is supposed to be a new fresh start. I wonder if it's the end for him. And, which and, is, and to a certain extent, yeah. that's what this, these squads have been. The Test squad. The Aiden's gotten a fresh start in the Test side. He's getting a fresh start in the ODI side. Um, T20 guys are getting given opportunities. Sanders coming back. Um, the one thing for me is 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 Tabrez and it's George. Um, I think Tabrez is an un is a casualty in the ODI in the ODI team, and I think George is a casualty across all formats. Because if you think about it, right, in this test side, if George Linder was in this test side, nobody would have complained. If George Linder was playing in Senran Mutisami's spot, nobody would have complained. Because George, exactly. George yeah. had better numbers than Senran, even with the ball, but arguably there. But yeah. And I know how good Sen can be, and I know the potential he has. And so I'm happy he's in there because he can then build his career off of the fact that, you know, um, he's been given this opportunity. So um, I'm really interested to see what, what the discussions were with George, if they did even call him. Another name, Grant Rulofsson. Um, yeah, I know he was on our podcast. I get it. But he was one of the guys I thought would get a call up in the ODI side. But with Rickleton coming in um, and them keeping Clarkson and Aiden Markram, another beneficiary of... Aiden's ODI numbers aren't great, guys. They are not great. He has no. not scored an no. ODI 100. No. No. So no. what is he doing in the squad as a core player? Yeah. What... What like I get the role at four. We've seen it, it doesn't work. We've seen him open, it doesn't work. He's not scoring runs for us. What is he doing in the ODI side? The, the only thing I could say. If you're asking as to what Sen is doing in the test side, if you're asking as to what to a certain extent some of the other guys who are missing, Grant Rulofson can sit here and ask, What has Aiden done to give himself an opportunity in there that I haven't done? Calvarena as well. Calvarena is a yeah. he's no yes. longer an international cricketer. Calvarena, just just for everyone wants to know, Calvarena in this format, in the 50 over format, average 41. 
Yes. Yeah, I've just fought who won. So, just, just you know, let that circle. We were asking for Kyle Verena <laughs> just over a year ago. And Mark Bouch was like, no, he's a wicketkeeper. He's a wicketkeeper. He's a wicketkeeper. Well, Kyle Verena is no longer anywhere near these sides. And I don't even think he's going to make it to the World Cup if this is what the side looks like going to the World Cup. But there's a lot of chances. People can, you know, make errors and cause problems and fall out of form. But if I'm Kyle, if I'm George, if I'm Grant, Grant maybe not so much. And if I'm to braze in this ODI side, especially because we're going to India, what? Yeah. What is it? Like, what's going on? Like, what's the what's the decision? Like, what what's happening? Um, yeah. I'm not like the ODI side actually. Just yeah, lots of questions. But Rob Walters will explain. He had his press conference. We'll talk about that probably next week or when we do the preview. But Tim, any final thoughts? Um, I'm just gonna touch on the T20 squad. Just, just, just briefly, because as much as I give it, I give it, I give it a nine out of ten, it is leaving out Dorian Ferreira and Devon Brevis. I'm not necessarily saying that they should be there, but I am saying that they've done a fair bit already, particularly Brevis. Brevis has done the IPL. You know, ah, and, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to fight you there. I'm going to fight you. Look, there. no, I know you're not. What 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 it what it does tell what it does say to me is you guys you didn't do enough in SA twenty. You came back home, you were picked, and you actually against quality opposition, you guys didn't do it for me. That's that for me. If I'm Jonathan Ferreira or Devil Previs or even Evan Jones, I'm thinking Bugger. Bugger it. I need to I need I need to do do better. I well, need, they really need, you know, they, they, and they do, and they do. Came up with the bat. Wayne all of a yeah. sudden was like, "Oh, I can bat too," you know. That's who Evan Jones is competing against, right? Um, yeah. If you look at Riza, Riza scored runs in this in the tournament. Yeah. Devil did not. Yeah. Because if you guys are going to be telling me about potential, Riza's putting down numbers. You know, Donovan Ferreira. I think Donovan's a little hard done by because we saw what Tristan Stubbs did. Tristan Stubbs stole money at that SA20. He was picked on reputation and outside of the final where he walked them home, he wasn't the Tristan Stubbs that we wanted. So I'm worried about that spot. But I'm willing to give him a chance. But Donovan's the one out of those three who can say he's hard done by. The rest of them go back and work hard. And don't think... IPL is going to get you there. Yeah, I, 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 I'm just, I was, I, I was stirring the pot a little bit. I will, I will no, see that. I, that's I was, one. I, yeah, I was just simply saying, people are going to be asking that, and actually, they actually Ooh. don't have, don't have much right because we, we look at twenty twenty two of any batter in South African T20 internationals. He was better than Aiden. He was better than Doy David. He was better than Tristan. And then all of a sudden, you're going to come and tell me that Devil must play. Devil must play. You've taken Timber out now. Now you're going to come and be like, no, Devil must play. Devil must play. Look, I test him. Come on. No. No. So, yeah. Um, no. That's all I wanted. What, what, what to me. Donovan Ferreira, if you're watching this, you have a case. You have a serious, serious case. Because, yes, you went for $5 million. That guy who went for $9 million did nothing. You kept the Josie Super Kings alive. There's another oh. guy I want to talk about, Lies Deploy, but he's told us he doesn't want to play for South Africa. So there's another guy I can... I, I, I wasn't going to touch that one. I, I wasn't going to touch that one. I wanted to. I really wanted to touch that one. But I, I decided... Uh, Look, but it's clean slates, right? We're calling yes. people now. You know, yes. Ryan was told he was injured. Now he's no longer injured. It's a miracle. You know, Aiden all of a sudden is batting like he's... He, it's, it's his first time playing international cricket because we've forgotten about the last six years. The last six years is just an anomaly. You know, so, yeah, why not? Sisanda all of a sudden is fit enough to play for the purchase. So, it is clean slates. It's, it's, it's what, what it is. It's clean slates. It's we're forgiving people, you know. We're we're, 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 we're <laughs> there's a Christian term called justification, where they talk about people who were pre who were sinners before, 
and now when they've accepted Jesus, then they now live a life where they're no longer sinners and, and, and that. It feels like it's that. It feels now like we are moving across. We've forgotten what people have done before. And we're just coming over into this new world where we forget about the past. You forget about what they've done in the past. And now it's about what you do from now on going forward. That is probably one of the most insane things I've ever seen in a sporting context where effectively you can stand there and look at the numbers and say, actually, it's fine. Let's go forward. And I hope for Shukri and Rob that what happened to Aidan Markham and Centurion happens to all those guys that they're backing. Because it's really nice to have a coach's backing as a sportsman. And I think that's what these teams will, will, will do. I don't know if we're going to score 300 consistently in ODIs. I don't know if we're going to be scoring 180 consistently in T20s. But best believe that team's going to be fighting for Rob and, and Shukri because some selections there are mind-boggling. And in the face of statistical evidence to, co- to go to the contrary, they're in there. And so, yeah, I really do hope this gamble pays off because yo, it's going to be horrible, especially we've got a World Cup in India. If that World Cup turns pear-shaped, Rob's out of a job. It's, it's, it's possible. It's possible. Look, I, 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 I said to you, I said to you last week when, when, they, when um, Shukri said, Ed is going to open, I said this is going to make or break him. Mm. And I think, I think they've got a similar way with, with these selections. I think Rob has gone, he's picked guys, as you say, who are lucky. There are two or three guys that are very, very lucky to be playing here. So it's got, it's got a similar way. It's working for Shukri at the moment in that first test. We'll have to wait and see whether it works for Rob, Rob as well. Fingers crossed it does, because we do. We want them to succeed. It's not that we don't want them to succeed. We want them to succeed. We, we, we just rightly ask questions when there are legitimate questions to be asked on, 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 on matters. That's why, that's why we're here. Yeah. And, mm. yeah. and that's why people think I'm a hater. I'm not. I just think guys just getting a little bit too much love. But you guys did give us love. So please do subscribe. Please do follow. Please do share widely with your your network of family and friends. Let's get this podcast growing. Outside of that, till next week when we do the ODI series preview, it's goodbye and les sale kakajiso.